it's alliteration. It's like masturbation. Oh. But it's alliterate. Oh. Masturbation. <laughs> Coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room in the best garage east of just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks. Better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. Where are we, Ricky? Well, tonight we're sitting in Dommy's domicile with a very special guest. <laughs> the Closer. Right. Our panel of hacks for this installment are Dommy the Dominator. Me. Dominator. What's going on back at the domicile, hanging out? Welcome okay. back. All right. We got Ashley Blue Eyes. The Blue Ash. Blue what? Eyes. No. Baby's got blue eyes. Hey, everyone. I feel like I haven't been here in a while. Like a been week? A show six, or six days? No, I wasn't oh, here last week. Oh, you weekend. didn't run on the show. Oh, oh, right. We were here for Halloween, though. No. The week, the week before you guys were in... I was in Vermont. Uh, you were here for Halloween. You were here for Halloween. You on sat Halloween. next to me. Oh, on Halloween, not, not yes, but like here, here, here. It was okay, an alliteration. Yeah. I was like, yeah. no, I was, I was not. Here. I just saw you on Monday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I meant here. Okay. Yes, okay. Uh, we got the uh, Mustang Mike. What? Mustang Sally. Cool. Welcome back. We're here. Good to see you. My Alaskan friend. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. we got to talk about that. Yes. Yeah, because it was all over I'll the news. We'll be asking a lot of I'll questions. Ask her. All right. And we got <laughs> Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. <laughs> hey, enema boy is in the domicile. Okay. Our special guest. Go ahead, Ricky. We have a very special guest that's with us. We call him Chris the Closer. It's all I'm going to show these houses on Old Town Road. I'm going to show them till they all get sold. I got some houses in the back, two-car garages attached. Front door, it is black. Got the shutters black to match. <laughs> Chris the Closer. All right. Happy to be here. Uh, first time, long time listener. Or maybe last time, but hopefully not. <laughs> Welcome. All right. He wants to be a I one. Used to that intro. Wants to be a one and done. <laughs> one and done. Jesus. They brought, I thought it was the cigar authority. They brought me to a garage. <laughs> what the. Very nice garage. Nice, yeah. nice bar, though. Of course, this, <laughs> the, this is your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Hack Day. Oh, please. Oh, please. Legend of what? Yeah, so segments funny. include Hidden Herf Not So Blind Review. Yeah. Uh, we'll explain that later. Um, then we got current events in the cigar world. Uh, since uh, Javi's not with us again tonight, someone else is going to pick up the slack. It was Mustang Mike last week. He did okay. <laughs> Maybe we're going to twist his arm again. Rick, uh, Ricky, we'll have to have Ricky do it. You, you yeah. know what? We'll Ricky's Ricky going to read yeah. in the best Javi style okay. he knows. You're going to be Javi. Well, hi there. No, not no, quite. No, no, no. That's no. Crotted, Jim. Oh, there will yeah, be right. no Crotted Jim, but I will <laughs> <right>. do Javi. <laughs> no Crotted okay. Jim. Uh, then we get the local smoke happening at nearby establishment. The local Spotlight Sky Lounge review. Uh, controversy Corner, where we expose the ugly in the belly of possible truth, along with Hidden Nerf Reveal and Hidden Nerf Recap. Find us all the internet, usual places, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, skyhacks.com. And OnlyFans. The fans. The fans. Okay. On OnlyFans. So we went to a 
cigar event tonight. We did. We did. The majority of us. They had this cigar that we're going to smoke there. So they also had eggs and bacon. Oh yeah, it was. The food was good. Who ate all the bacon? Everything. Bacon was gone in five minutes. I know. Yeah. I had some bacon. That's because the the table that was next to us they loaded up huge, yeah. huge Tons of they, bacon. Bacon, yeah. bacon, bacon was Bacon's. good. Yeah. It was still a lot when I went for seconds. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody went and got a plates full of it. All right, a lot of bacon. So we're gonna hold off. I'm saying what this is. Yeah, let's hold off. But we did go to an event tonight that Brett Bowersox was there mm-hmm. as the rep, and we met. I don't know if I can pronounce his name. Rainier Lorenzo? Rainier Lorenzo. Okay, I was waiting for you to screw it up. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. So they brought a bunch of cigars, for which, you know, I have to say, Mr. Jonathan, you're absolutely correct, because uh, we told him we were going to smoke this uh, cigar on the show, and he said, if you don't buy them tonight, because it's a, it's a very special introduction, Limited you're going you're gonna to want them. In a couple of days, and there's going to be no cigars. No, they're all gone. And I, I thought about it. And I said, Yeah, 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 no problem. Then I thought about it, and I said, Jesus, he's he's absolutely right because this happens a happens lot, all time. So I said, You know what? We better buy these cigars. So we got a limited release that was at this event tonight, and we're going to smoke it, light gonna, it up, and we'll explain what it is a little, a little later as we go. So, what do you got in the foot? Well, Anything? it's spicy right off the bat, I like white pepper. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't Definitely. Know, I don't even know what white pepper is, but I feel like this is white pepper. It's not black pepper. <laughs> yeah, it's not black pepper. But yeah. if there's no hay, no figgy, no, none no. of that fruity stuff going no. on, no barnyard, it's... It's definitely very yeah. sp- spicy, though. Mm-hmm. It's very earthy. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's good draw. Like these very well good con- draw. Good Very well constructed. It's nice and firm. And this is good. a Maduro or... No, this is a broadleaf. Broadleaf? Okay. I and think. I think it, it is. is. Yeah, I believe it is. The size we have is a... Uh, Robusto? Short. This is short for a Robusto, but yeah. Is, it's a little guy. Yeah. Mini Robusto. I'm out of juice. Out uh, of the juice? You need a lighter? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll get you one. Wow. Yeah, definitely oh. pepper right off the taste. Hits you right in the back of the tongue. This is going to kill you, Ash. <laughs> making me nervous. Yeah, this one's strong. You'll be fine. We can always set you up with something else. Now, it's interesting because I'm finding this. Just don't smoke it too fast. After the first few puffs, a little stronger than the uh, the other one? Than the uh, hot cake we smoked tonight. At breakfast for dinner? At breakfast for dinner. Mm-hmm. Also, as Javi says, Briner. Briner. <laughs> Briner. It's tasty, though. Yeah, it is. It but is. uh definitely you taste the pepper right off it right off the first two puffs. Yeah. So is this like loaded with Lajero? Chris, you smoked a couple of these tonight. What do yeah, you think? They're extremely good, in my opinion. Now do you uh, smoke full bodied cigars? Yes I do. Okay. Yeah, medium to full. I actually got a little bit not yet on this one, but I got a little sweetness smoking through it. Okay. So we'll see how this one transpires. Unlike some of the other shows that you're familiar with on this show, of of all of us that are sitting here, now, Ash is relatively new to cigars. Dommy and Dave both smoke medium, same as you, medium to full. Mike and I smoke mild to medium. So you have the one beautiful thing about the show is, in, and there's about 18 different hacks, we all come with different palates. 
So at the end, when we grade, we get a you get a really yeah, good really subjective no, good. and a very good objective rating because we all have different palates. Right. Some of the guys who you know can't handle the full bodied smokes might not give it the top, and yet other cigars that are full bodied get great ratings. Yeah, like this is strong right out of the gate. So right out of the gate, I'm getting the pepper and. And I think the other one had a more bite to it. Mm. Yeah, but Edge, I I think the other one, the hot cake, that stayed bold all the way through. Even down to the last quarter, it remained bold, but not enough to knock you over. Not like a, like a LFD or anything like that. Uh, uh, Liga number nine, not like that. I mean, it was just, it was good. I would say medium plus plus. It had really good flavor throughout. Yeah, it really it, did. But it didn't it's put very you on your consistent. Butt. Yeah. No, this one is strong. I almost lit a hot cake by accident. I don't know how I did it, but when I put them out, one of them was a hot cake. Oh, I just took, now? Yeah, before I lit it, I realized I looked at the tag and I went, wait, I don't oh, have the, the right one. So I had to set it aside. So I wonder if one. all these owners that uh, came from Cuba. If they all live within close proximity, because it seems to me like they all live down in South Florida. In Little Cuba. That's the climate they're used to, yeah. No, but, you know, there's a whole bunch of them that live down in Miami. Miami's a big area. Right, but there's a section of Miami called Little Cuba. Is there? Yeah. Little Havana. Little Havana. Oh, yeah. That's where the Jews are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Havana. Havana, and, Havana and Jews. But they all, when they came over, a lot of them came over in 1980 on the boat lift. Right. They all yeah, Havana, over. that's Jewish for what's something, right? Yeah, Hava, <laughs> Nagila, <laughs> Havana. <laughs> well, hi, I'm Havana. Yeah. <laughs> Best of luck, man. So a well, very, very special shout-out before we get into this mm-hmm. to Javi, who I went to visit, who's resting on the couch. Javi, we love you, brother. And, uh, Hello, Javi. and Jeanette to his lovely, lovely wife. God bless you because you're going to kill him if he stays home much longer. Uh, God bless you, honey. But, uh, Javi, don't drive your wife nuts, please. You know, he looked good. He sounded good. He was groggy when I got there. You know, he was, he was sleeping and he was saying he was bored. Yeah. And I was like, Javi, we'll go for a ride if you want just to get him out of the house. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And PT hasn't shown up yet, and they're going to kill him. So, yeah. <laughs> Can he, like, go fishing with you, or is that, like, too much? Well, I told him, he has to, you know, he has to get better. I need somebody to take my fish off. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you don't have to breathe much. We'll, we'll, we'll put the oxygen right on the boat for you. Yep. All you do is take those fish off. Harvey, just sit in but, the truck, and you'll bring your rod over. That's it. Through the window. <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> take my fish off. You know what's killing him is he can't smoke. Yeah, and the funny I, thing too. about Javi is, so the reverend on our show, Chris, he always has a cigar in his mouth. It's not always lit, but he's always has a cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And this must be killing him. But Javi, you will return. And we all love you, brother. So why don't you do troops there while we're... All right. So just a special shout out to our troops. Fighting a good fight here in this country and abroad. You know, we honor you, we respect you, we want to thank you for your diligence and uh, for everything that you've put up with. And to all the soldiers that came home from Afghanistan, thank you for all your years of service. To the police, uh, the men and the women in blue, thank you for everything you do. And to the poor family that lost uh, their husband, the trooper, 
run over by an 18-wheeler that hit that car. You know, God bless you, sir. And just thank you, everybody. Harvey, thank you for your 24 years. To Chief George, God bless you, brother. We love you very much, and uh, you stay safe. Mm-hmm. To Chappie, who I hear, because I talked to Maddie, is with the 82nd Airborne, and he is in, what do they call it, paratrooper school. Oh, really? Jumping out of plane. He huh? is going to jump out of a plane with his Bible in one hand and, and a cigar in the other. <laughs> and uh, Chappie's going to jump out. He's learning how to jump. And remember, G-I you know, Chappie. you yell when you first jump out. Then you get the most beautiful surroundings. You get to see everything. It's absolutely beautiful. You get a minute of pure bliss. And then right before, about a 100 feet in the uh, before you hit the ground, you got to worry about how you're going to land. <laughs> so, Chappie, put that Bible below you. It might break your fall. <laughs> Parachute deploys and your nuts end up in your chest. That's right. <laughs> God bless you. Good stuff. All right. Podcast juice? What do you guys got? I got the real podcast gotta, juice tonight. I'm, I'm drinking a brew. We got two shock tops, two Guinness, a ginger, and a podcast. All right. Hammer and sickle vodka, pineapple juice. That's round one, just to start. It's mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a whistled wet. Whistle wet. I was having a, a mimosa at breakfast for dinner. Mimosa. Now, now it's interesting. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you drank cereal with milk. Yeah. Then switch to orange juice. No, no, no. It was mimosa. Was it? It's mimosa. orange juice with champagne in it. Champagne in it. Yeah. And then put one of these cigars in your mouth. Yeah. Champagne. It's awesome. You know, I have to tell you. All right. So I've taken like six puffs and the Lajero's gone. It's mellowed. Almost. It's quick. Seems like kind of creamy. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It is. smoothness to it. It is. And look at the ash. How white it is. Definitely Nicaragua, especially since it says Nicaragua on the band. Oh, you've got to retrohale this. What a great retrohale. Nice flavor. There's a little sweetness to it, like you are saying, Chris, right? There is. Uh, Absolutely. You know what? He's Renato? Rainier. Rainier. Absolutely right. There's almost a taste of, like, sugar cane, like a mojito with sugar cane in it. Mm. I'm thinking of... uh the restaurant, the Brazilian restaurant I went in Florida on Delray Beach. Brazilian barbecue type yeah. of place? And I got the Meat mojitos and they gave you a huge stick of sugar cane. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm tasting in this cigar. Nice. Very nice. Tacos, stay away from the blood sausage. It'll kill you. <laughs> Brazil, have you been to Brazil? I haven't been to Brazil. I have. Ooh, have you? My son, my son woke up there yesterday. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. He's, he's home today. He I was, mean, took his kid. He went to San Paulo for a day. San Paulo? Yeah. yeah. Is there a roller coaster there? He said he found a couple in some mall. <laughs> in the mall? In the mall. <laughs> yeah. Can you find any roller coasters? His son yeah, tours the two. country looking yeah. for roller coasters. The country, the world now. The world, the world. yeah. So he yeah. jumped on a plane. So he flew down first class overnight. <laughs> so on Tuesday night, he slept on the plane. Yep. He got a hotel Wednesday night. And then last night he flew home first class overnight and slept on the plane. So he uses the plane as a ho- as a hotel. So he's got a free plane ride hotel in first class. Right. <laughs> Mobile hotel. Yeah. Well, he said he said his his flight would have if he had to pay was sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah. No, he he works for the airline, right? <laughs> yeah. He works for the airline. Yeah, and he just jumps planes. Yeah, so there was an open seat, so he grabbed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he went. So when you go to Brazil from, yeah, I assume he left out of New York? Washington. Washington, okay. From New York, it's like a 10-hour flight to like Rio or Sao Paulo or yeah. whatnot. 
and they're generally at night. They usually leave at like 11 at night, and they get there in the morning. But yeah. it's north-south, so there's no jet lag because it's you know, no time zone change. Right. But it's a 10-hour flight. Yep. So, yeah, plenty of time to sleep. So being laid out in first class mm-hmm. in a, you know, full set up, the kid uses that as his hotel. You know, I I went to Hawaii once. It was a 13-hour ride, and we went first class. So you, you took six hours out to California yeah. and then seven hours out to Hawaii. On the way to California, I think I had three Bloody Marys. On the way to Hawaii, I had two more. And that was all I remember. Next thing I know, I was in a hotel. I'm going, what? And I got laid. <laughs> yeah, and well, you land in Hawaii, they put that lay around they you. They do. Yeah. Yeah, Beautiful yeah. girl put a lay on you, and plus I was on my honeymoon, yeah, so, so hey. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Consummation Alley. And that's the last time that happened, huh? Uh, you know what? On the way home, I had one Bloody Mary, and but, you know... Hey, I love Bloody Marys. What can I say? Mm-hmm. You know, that's and that, a good Bloody Mary, though. Oh, you we should saw the, You should have saw the Bloody Mary I had in Pennsylvania. It had lunch on it. On oh, it. Oh, the best pub. That best pub. Best I have a pub. picture of it. Best cigar pub. Yeah, they, yeah. It, it must lunch. have had fourteen different types of things on top of that Bloody Mary. I had like four different types of cheeses. I had oh. two different types of bacon. I had two pickles. I had a hot pepper. Um, they had a cherry pepper. They had um, prosciutto. I mean, I had uh, salami. It was literally, there was a piece of ham on there. A piece of pork was there. Well, I was like, for when you're drinking. A little snack. I didn't need it lunch. Everybody exactly. was like. Snack for when you're drinking. This thing came out. It was a glass with some red stuff in it and an antipasto on top. On top. <laughs> everybody, everybody was laughing. Sounds like a fantastic Bloody Mary. You know, it looked good. It was really good. Uh, the Bloody Mary itself was delicious. I'd give it an A minus just because we're spoiled by Kendra, who makes phenomenal at Twins, phenomenal Bloody Marys. Have you ever been to Twins, Chris? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They make phenomenal. If you ask for a spicy Kendra Bloody Mary, you'll never get a better one. You but, feel like you're on but vacation. But this one was very close to it. Oh, good. So, uh, so that was uh, Pocono Palooza there. This is delicious. Yeah, this is a good cigar. Not for nothing. This is a really good cigar. It really mellows out after that. I mean, I know everyone thinks it's strong at first, but I got through the whole thing, and this is my third of the day. I'm kind of glad this comes out on Monday, so we're going to give a heads up to a lot of people about the cigar so I can get my hands on as many as I can. You know, Mr. Jonathan's absolutely correct, because I would be calling him tomorrow and saying, I want these. How yeah. long do you think that pile they have there will last? <clears throat> not long. No, not long. Not with their crew. So much traffic the weekend, in there. It yeah. will not last long. I mean, what do we count? About 20 boxes? Well, Jonathan said he ordered 30, but I only saw 26 there. So some are... <laughs> he might have ordered 30, but you got to think that if they only came out with, what they say, 600 boxes, and that's 600 boxes forever. Yeah. Because they won't come out with them again. Mm-hmm. Um, this cigar is, although it's a, a name that people will know because it's been out two or three times, this blend is unbelievable. This, I think it's the best one they've come out with. You know, the one, I, and I have to be honest, two years ago, I think I bought four boxes of this cigar. This uh, this cigar was unbelievable, and I think this one's better. Outdone himself, huh? But I love a broadleaf wrapper. Mm-hmm. 
And this cigar comes in a box of 50. Yeah. Wow, the aftertaste on this is definitely sweet. And this only comes yeah. in this size, right? Definitely sweet. This, yeah. Sort of this big, Robusto. Big. Every year they come out with a different size and a different blend. Yeah. Really? It's a Robusto size. Like a, yeah. Like, it's a sh- kind of short for a Robusto, but. No, I'm, t- I'm yeah, thinking. It's I'm, about a Robusto. I'm thinking this is Nicaraguan. It says it right on there, Nicaragua. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Nice white ash. Mm-hmm. The other thing we know about the scar after talking to Mr. John tonight, yeah. we know this is aged broadleaf because right now broadleaf is being consumed by, I believe, what is it, backwoods? Yeah. So a lot of the scar companies can't get their hands on right. broadleaf. So this isn't a broadleaf that came out. This is right. an early uh, broadleaf. This is an aged broadleaf. One, one of the broadleafs that I smoke that pretty soon will become my very favorite cigar because my favorite cigar is no longer made, the Berlin Wall. But I smoked the Tatuaje Kajuno 2012 Broadleaf, you know, from 2012, and that is just outstanding. It's a great Tatuaje. And most tats are very strong, but that one isn't. But this is quite good. I'm enjoying this. How do you like this, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, definitely mellowing out. The so first can, four or five puffs, if you're a mild smoker, yeah. right away you'd want to put this down. So it was today strong. I was at the Seabrook store when yeah. I had my first one. And, of course, you guys know Jen. Yeah, very well. Mm-hmm. So she's not a strong cigar smoker. And she put it down. And she didn't get – I don't think she got through Sad. the beginning. Yeah. So, 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 folks, when we tell you what this is, do not put it down. And you all know I'm a mild to medium smoker. This is good. Very good. So I want to go to the blue ash here. What do you say? Because you passed the beginning here. It's getting better. It's good. Yeah, she's still there. She's making faces. It's still a little strong. Yeah. It's like drinking that IPA for the first time, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Those hoppy beers. Very sick. I love the aftertaste on this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have like a bad bitter aftertaste or anything. This, This cigar would go phenomenal. With a nice glass of Macallan 18 or Oban 18. Mm-hmm. Can, can we beat last week's ash size? I don't know. I, I think I had an ash size of the cigar last week. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> burn, too. The Rocky Disciple. The burn line. We're going to find out. The burn line's fabulous. The cigar is made very well. Yeah, mine's doing a funny kind of burn. Look, it looks like a jigsaw puzzle, but it's burning all the same. Yeah. But it's kind of wavy, but it's staying even. It's not like canoeing or anything, but I get like this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a wave. There's mm-hmm. something to be said about Side the wave. the Cuban cigar owners that come over because I mean they make fabulous cigars. Mm-hmm. They really do. Oh, you know what I wanted to get to? We were talking about going on a plane. The plane. The, the plane, plane to Alaska. The plane to Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. Well, you guys haven't been on the show together since That's right. Alaska. No. I went to Alaska and picked you up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. <laughs> I brought the plane in one Sunday night and gave she it to her. And gave it to her, and she got on to go home. Yeah. We got to see each other in Fairbanks. We hung out for five minutes yep. <laughs> in the terminal. You were walking in, she was walking out. I have proof. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The video proof. And I was FaceTiming Dom and thought that everybody could hear him, but forgot that he was on my yeah. AirPods. <laughs> yeah. But it was cool. No, it was, it was fun. You. You, you were finishing your vacation. I was just getting there. Yeah. Oh, a quick three days in Fairbanks, we did it. We all got to see the Northern Lights, and then what do they do? Beautiful. The other day, you can see them from New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go to Alaska to see them, but that was last month. Yeah. They were great. 
So we all we got to experience snow, both Ashley and I. She got the big snow, and I got the drive in it afterwards. We got the big snow. <laughs> it snowed over a foot in a day. Wow. I said it was the first vacation I've ever gone on where I came back to New England and was like, this is warm. <laughs> this is, yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is warmer than where actually, I was. <laughs> you were where it's really cold. Yeah. Really cold. For six months out it's of the year. very dark there now, my friend. She's like, the sun doesn't come up until like nine, ten. And then it goes down by two. Wow. Like it, you know what? It's very dark. Yeah, and it but, only looks like dust. Right, but then for six months or five months out of yeah. the year, there's no darkness. It stays light. Yeah, the whole time, yeah. which must kill this she sleep said cycle. It's so weird. Could they you- were at their friends, and they're like, "Oh, it's midnight." It's, and it's a weekday. We should go home. It just looks like 6 p.m. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm sure it That's throws wild. off your circadian. Oh, absolutely. So but what are the chances of running into somebody in the... Well, for you, I, no, I don't... One degree not, of Mike T. It's not a, not a surprise <laughs> at all. I know. Nope. Your was, wife and... Who, who was with you? My wife, my son, son yeah, and okay, his girlfriend. Okay. So when the four of us got off, they knew nothing about that I knew anybody. So they were kind of surprised that I stopped to I was talk like, to somebody. And they were like, oh, you, you they look around like, what? What? <laughs> Yeah, we just got off the plane. We're in Fairbanks. <laughs> hey, there she is. I know her. Uh, yeah, I got a friend here. Yeah. Yeah. That was so wife. funny. Ashley's yep. met Murray before. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Rick's Yeah, yeah you're out. wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, That's too funny. Wonderful lady. So it was classic. Small world. Yeah, so yeah. we went there. We went to the same place, the Chain of Hot Springs, where you swim. It's an outdoor hot spring, and it's huge. Yeah. It was you, fun, yeah. You, you went in it? You went swimming? And oh, yeah. It's just times. like you like walk in, and it's like... It, Sort of like a hot tub, like chesty, yeah. but like it's yeah, yeah, it's like 105 degrees. There was like some spots. I was like, oh, this is really hot. Were you smoking like, a cigar? Like no, I didn't smoke. Did I didn't smoke in there? No, no. I, I didn't push can. it. I thought yeah, about it. I don't think so. Yeah. Excuse me, need a light. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I got my yeah. cigar Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, you know, we went to the top of the mountain at 12:30 at night until four o'clock in the morning, and. We were standing at the top of the mountain, seeing the uh, northern lights right above us. Wow. Yeah. They just kept coming and going. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, when we went, we went to the hot springs, and there's so many lights in there. Right. And, like, steam that you can't see anything. We walked out, and it was just in the parking lot. Yeah. I think they told us, because you notice this getting to the hot springs, it's the longest driveway in the world. That's what they told us. It's just a road. It's, it's one road, si- and it just ends there. It's yeah. a sixty-mile driveway up to the hot springs. That's all. <laughs> it really, that's there's all it nothing is. else there. That this that's road it. just goes up to the hot springs resort, and that's it. What's it's on the side of the road? road? Cliffs or yeah, just woods? woods and yeah, and for miles and miles. How long does it take to go the sixty miles up the driveway? Uh, probably an hour and a half, two hours, because it was <laughs> snow covered. Wow. Yeah, so when we went, it wasn't oh. snow covered, but oh. it was. So it took us about an hour. Yeah. A lot of people. And <laughs> at the yeah, well, it's just a like single resort. You get up and, and you... Like, it, is this it's, the right place? <laughs> it's sort of funky. They have this ice palace. You must have gone to the ice palace, right? Or did you not? We did no. a tour of the ice palace. They have like all ice sculptures yeah. in a, a big building. Then they took us a tour of the hydro. It's all done by, um, you know, the thermal runs the generators. Right. So they, geothermal? Because, yeah, it's geothermal, so they make their own electricity. Right. Out of the, oh, the geo... Cool. That's how it's, yeah. you know... So it's... It, the place is set up to su- basically exist, self-exist. They got all grow rooms mm-hmm. and all... all um, now, could you take and pictures stuff. and everything? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a picture guy, but yeah, yeah but... Uh, mm-hmm. Weeks 
before we got there, the fires got right to the edge of their property. Really? Like right to the edge. You can oh. actually see in like the daytime sometimes like the burn spots. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, at that point there's snow everywhere. So, right. But right. when I went there, it was dark when I went in, but because yep. we went at night, but, um, all their neighbors had big garages, right? So where my <laughs> friends stayed, there was a sign we're driving and it says cars yield to aircrafts. And I'm like, is that what? a joke? And he, my friend Drew, he's like, no, everybody on our street except for us owns a plane. Those big garages, they're hangers. Really? <laughs> and I was like, oh, they live in a what? Fly- they live in a fly-in neighborhood? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. And yeah. he's like, yeah, the whole front of their garage just lifts up. And I that, was like, that's wild. That must be weird. You're driving down the street and somebody's behind you with a little horn beep and it's a well, plane. <laughs> Three days before I got there, they're like, yeah, there was a plane crash right over there. The plane's still in the woods. And they brought me to the runway, and I thought we were going to, like, go on a long trek. No, it's, like, 50 feet away from their house. (laughs) Well, what about the... So they have a little landing strip up at the hot springs, Mm -hmm. and they have this plane that's up in the air, mounted. It's a plane that someone, years ago, said he could land on their strip, and they go, no way. And he landed it there and basically said, if I can land it there, you got to buy it, because you couldn't take off again. That's why that plane's there. Oh. <laughs> Once he landed it, you could never leave. Uh-huh. Right. It was too big of a plane to, to fly out. So they landed it. Yeah, and then they have it. They lift it up with the crane and they put it up in the air. It's like an old 50s transport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's cool. just a display. That's neat. Yeah. That's neat. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's a kind of a funky place. It's, it was neat to see, but it was yeah. like real rustic and, mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. It's old school. Right. Anyway, on to the next. All right. Uh, the last thing in the news segment here, the Plasto Cigar Hammer and Sickle Christmas Party's coming up. Yes. Right? Yes. That's coming up. No details yet, but I know it's coming. No, but I think Maddie's going to do it on my birthday, my 60th birthday. And Ooh. if I remember somebody oh, else who turned 60 on the show, uh, got a a party. You're 60? I'm going to be 60 years old. Oh, not Ashley. I'm younger than you. Oh, that's right. Then I must be 61. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a trick. Okay. What's with the light? Oh, you need that get, to read? I'm going to need it to read. All I right. can't you see. Want current events? Sure. All right. Okay, start. people. So we're going to do the current events. Cue the, the music. Uh, folks, why don't you grab yourself a drink? I'm going to try to do this as best as Harvey does it. Actually, I'm going to be Harvey for a little while. So grab yourself a drink. Grab your favorite girl and or boy. Uh, I don't discriminate, you know, binary, non-binary, whatever the hell it is. Uh, any type of binary. Uh, hell, go to a winery. But anyway, Pauline folks, we, ha- you know, we're going to have 14 events tonight and, uh, the bar is, uh, 12. Because I plan on making lots of mistakes. <laughs> so, Two Guys Smoke Shop, Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook, New Hampshire. Spin and win, November 7th to November 13th. November 30th is Winston Churchill's birthday. December 9th is Feast of the Fishes. Okay, spin and win. You know what spin and win is all about? Yeah, so you buy like a box of cigars. You buy $100 or more, you get to spin the wheel. Okay. There it is. I got the card right here. And then you can get up to 30% off your next purchase. Oh, cool. And a gift certificate. Valid for 30 days. So you go in there, you spend 100 bucks, spin right. the wheel, and they give you a certificate for whatever you spin. Good. And you get to spend that or use that. And it can be used on anything. Anything on your next visit. That's mm-hmm. fabulous. Yep. Okay. Twins London Dairy. 
Saturday night live music from 5 to 8 in the 724 Lounge. Uh, another great place we love to go, Eli's Smoking Lounge, Nashua, New Hampshire, Tuesday through Sunday, 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. Happy hour, weekdays from 4 to 6. Uh, Radloff's Smoke Shop and On the Rocks Lounge. Thursday, it's trivia. Friday and Saturday, live music or karaoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Radloff's, did you see the election results? Jamie was running for... Did Jamie win? No, he lost by 20 votes. Oh, Jamie oh, asked for damn. a recount. 20 votes. So 20 votes. So it was 287 to 307. Oh, no. It's like 600 votes. 600 total. votes. So if 10 people voted the other way, it would have been a tie. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry, Jamie. Cigar, cigar shenanigans. North Conway, New Hampshire. Mark your calendars. Ice fishing with Steve Saka will be March 5th, $125 per person. Uh, look for Steve Saka. He'll be the one next to the heater. Steve told me he doesn't like fishing out on the, uh, on the ice. ice. <laughs> well, they have a little shack. That yeah, they bring I'm sure. Uh, the Originals Cigar and Bar, North Conway, New Hampshire. New Fall Hours, Thursday, 11 to 6, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9. Sundays, 11 to 6, but we'll stay open for late games. And as always, buy five cigars and get one free. So, uh, Mr. Closer, have you been up to Conway? I have not. Oh, shenanigans and the original are both phenomenal. It's on my to-do list. Both places, not because my family vacations up there. Oh yeah, and they always send me pictures of the scar places, Mm -hmm. shenanigans, and the original. Go to the original first. Yeah, get a few drinks. It's great. It's homey. You sit in chairs just like you're sitting in one now. Nice leather chairs in front of fireplaces. They have darts. Um, and then go over to Shenanigans. They usually have a band. It's quite a large place. Huge bar. Great, great cigar collections on, on both, uh, both stores. All right. Uh, cigars are us. Danvers Mass. The new winter swag is in. Jackets and shirts. Mm-hmm. The bus is parked outside. Ask for Stevie Jesus. <laughs> or Minty. Or Minty. Or Frankie Fuckballs. Or Sid the Kid. Johnny Fresh and all the rest. Hunter Rick. Uh, Michael Sagaba, Worcester Mass. Live music Wednesday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Some place that we went to, a great place, Best Cigar Pub, Drubs, Pennsylvania. Just want to say thank you very much to that young lady that joined us. She was fabulous. Mackenzie. Mackenzie did a fabulous job. Great bartender. When- you, missed- you missed one. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, I'll get to that. I'll uh, say that after. Yeah. I purposely waited. Uh, Wednesday, November 10th, p- pub quiz, comedy movie, 7 p.m., call for reservations. Mm-hmm. Now, I purposely missed this uh, because this was just unbelievable. The Big House Tobacco Outlet, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Pumpkin season is back, and so were the hacks. And I just want to say a very special, special thank you to the lovely Hannah. Mm-hmm. Who was there and just fabulous. And thank you for the Andalusian Bulls. Mm. And thank you very much for all the drinks. Uh, it was a, quite a spectacular ride home. So I heard. I don't remember, but I heard. <laughs> you don't remember a thing. I don't night. remember much. From but the big house. Mm-hmm. It was the big house and it was a wonderful evening. Yeah, we had the limo down there for the, for the weekend. And uh, we're driving back. 
and of course I'm driving the thing, and Ricky's sitting in the front seat with me and loaded. Just hammered. not the driver. Just him. No, no, he I didn't was, drink I didn't at all. But you <laughs> no. know what? This. So I just want to explain to the uh, listeners out there. Um, on that day, my wife uh, bought dogs, and she said, "Are you sitting down?" And I said, "Yeah, why?" And she said, "What the price of those dogs were." And some somewhere in the range of ten thousand dollars. He had drove and, you to drink. And I <laughs> I looked at the boys and I said, I am getting hammered tonight. <laughs> and let me tell you, I, we met four lovely ladies. I can't remember any of their names no, except one of them is in the middle of a divorce. And uh, you know what, sweetheart, we had a blast with you. So thanks for being uh, good eggs. Uh, we had a wonderful time. Smokers Abbey, Nashville, Tennessee, the new Galatin, 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 Galatin location. That's one. There's one. Galatin location is doing a soft opening last week. What? They, oh, did a soft opening last week. It I'm says sorry. it's doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, it said it's doing a soft opening next week, and I changed it. To right. They did one last week, but I didn't put the right tense. On the, there uh, you go. That's a lot of language, man. Yeah. You gotta put the, uh, the accent, right. uh, the uh, emphasis oh, on, the, on the syllable. The okay. emphasis. The emphasis on the syllable. Okay. Right, so it comes out right. Yeah, right. And, and that's and, it. That's it. In yeah. Fuego, aka in Fragro, uh, Rockwall, Texas, cigars and coffee every Wednesday at 9 a.m. And the world-famous cigar bar, Fort Myers, Florida. You see three Spanish guys, and they happen to be buying a couple bottles of tequila. They're driving a white Mercedes. Drive them home. They're great guys. <laughs> uh, La Polina, 1,000 stick humidor, a raffle through December 11th. And what happens on December 11th? Ricky, a.k.a. Nurse Rick. Enema Boy turns 60 years old. Oh, that's your birthday, huh? It is my birthday. Right. They have the longest ash competition for a chance at 20 raffle tickets for the Humidor on Wednesday, November 10th in the Cape Coral location at 7 p.m. Okay, Corona Cigar, Orlando, Florida. Big shout out to Ben. Uh, ben the manager. Ben, your cigars are in the mail. Howard G. Cigar Events, Thursday, November 11th in Lake Mary at 6 p.m. And Saturday, November 13th in Sand Lake at 2 p.m. And that wraps it up for the current events. There you go. Nice job, Ricky. Okay. Only one. Only one mistake. Only one mistake. All right. Gladden. Galatin. Galatin. It's a tough one. Galactican. Galatin? Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Galatin. 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 Ga- Galveston. Galveston. I've heard of Galveston, Texas. Texas. This is Galatin, Tennessee. Uh, never heard yeah. of it. Harvey mispronounced words way better than you do. He yeah. does mispronounce words. <laughs> you know, and we can review the greatest mispronunciations by Avi because it is November and he only has a few weeks left. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So, so National Dave wrote in. Oh, actually, let me get that. Oh yeah, write-ins. He told he wrote in about that shop. Let me go get it. Look at the ashes going in these things. Yeah, nice yeah. ash going here. This cigar is delicious. My God, thank God we bought more. <laughs> I hate to say it. I think this cigar is going to top our uh, list. I think this cigar is going to be up there, guys. Bubba Gump, what's happening, brother? Nashville Dave. And a big shout-out to Ludwig and Ludwina. January is coming. Hackapalooza, baby. 
Ludapalooza. Ludapalooza. We saw in Crawford's a sign that had the name Ludwig on it. Yes, we did. Ludwig oh, something. I took a picture of it. Yeah. Ludwig Cigars. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, National Dave uh, wrote in a couple of weeks ago, just yeah. after we recorded, so I, we didn't get on that show. All right, so while we're waiting for Whatever. you, Nashville, when you come up in uh, January, we do expect you to bring that guitar that you bought, the Martin, and uh, we do expect to hear some good music. Oh, here it is. Okay. I don't know. Read oh. it, will you? Okay. Greetings, fellow hacks. Sounds like everyone had a good time at Pocono Palooza. I was in the Smoky Mountains last week, and I'm now just catching up with all the podcasts. Good news, the Smokers Abbey in Gallatin just opened today. This was October 28th. This was two weeks ago. This is the place that was a bank, right? Yeah. And might be the unofficial biggest cigar lounge in the Nashville area. Like I discussed in my review a few months back, the lounge is huge. The humidor is the old safe and the most solid humidor this side of the (laughs) (laughs) Mason-Dixon. There's a movie room, pipe room, beer bar, and lots of seating. Lots of parking, too, and no pesky neighbors. Old bank building. So they got a big parking lot around yeah. the back, right? Standalone building. Come one, come all. Gallatin is a growing area like most of Tennessee, and hope this location gets a lot of attention. Miss you guys, and hope I can get some uh, more downloads for you in the Nashville area. There we go. Okay. Oh, Dave, he wants me to mention you. his nope. email so others can reach out to him. NashvilleCigarGuy at Yahoo.com. So send Yahoo. Nashville Dave an email at NashvilleCigarGuy at Yahoo.com. Beautiful thing. And then you guys can go smoke cigars together. Nashville Dave. Miss you. Miss you. Can't wait to see you. Dave the dentist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do a GoFundMe so we can fix his teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go fund his teeth. <laughs> yeah. You can pay for the canines. I'll pay for the... Yeah, there you go. The prizers. <laughs> is, that a, is that a tooth? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So let's so. tell people what we're smoking. All right. Hit her reveal. This is the HVC Black Friday limited edition, limited release. Not the same Black Friday that came out two years ago. This is a totally different blend. And again, you got to get through the first six or seven puffs. Mm-hmm. It's very heavy, Lajero, very spicy when you first uh, light this. And I could see a brand new smoker or a mild smoker putting it down. Yeah. But get through it. Everybody still has an ash. It's important to smoke it not too fast. Mine just fell off right before the band, mm-hmm. which is impressive. Nice. Yep. I got a couple of inches here. I got to relight, so. You have to knock it off to do that, huh? Yeah, I'm going to have to. Okay. Ooh, look at that. And oh. it stands up. Oh, mine just fell off. Too. Look at that. And it stands up on its ash. Nice. Oh, I'll just leave that right there. That's a beautiful Perfect. thing. Perfect. The ash came off when you picked it up. That's the ash. It's, it's still standing. <laughs> nice. It's not like the ash last week. That thing was a brick. I hope you saved me one of those cigars. Oh, I have it in my box. Good. I smoked one the other Good. day. Ashley, have you been keeping your cigars in your box? <laughs> now make sure you keep your cigars in your box. <laughs> you don't want them to get dry. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Here I go, didn't Ricky. bring it up. Tommy said it. Here you go, Ricky. Here's oh. the Rocky Patel disciple. Oh, disciple. Thank there you. you. Are you guys implying Monica? No, not at all. 
We had an episode, and, and they were talking about these uh, cigars that uh, Ashley brought back from Alaska. Certainly, she didn't give me one, but that's okay. But uh, she brought some back, and David commented that they needed to be humidored. And Dommy suggested that she keep them in her box, and I just broke up <laughs> laughing. And, I, and of course, she didn't think about it. I was dying. Now, it's funny. The sugar cane is still with the cigar is halfway done, and the sugar cane taste is still there. That's why I like like the cigar. It's it's strong, but it's sweet. Yep, quite the ash there. The quite flavor the stays ash. on your palate. Quite the ash, ash. What's that? The flavor stays on your palate. Okay. It does. You, you you put the cigar down, and it still tastes really good in your mouth. You know, and it, and I'm looking forward to getting to the last, like, quarter, because that's usually when cigars go wanky, but I have a feeling this one's not gonna. So the, uh, this comes in a box of 50, which is... I know, which, uh... Which is a steep hill. It is a steep hill, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all the other Black Fridays came in boxes of 20 and 25, mm-hmm. so... But, you know, we bought them, so we can share them. Yeah. Good I'm stuff. <laughs> Mine's longer. She's yep. smoking it faster than me. I'm scared oh. it's going to go out and I won't have to relight. Well, that's okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. You can glue on my ash right here. It's still standing up on the uh, table. I don't think he trusted it anymore. He made me ash it. <laughs> that is a good smoke. I like a cigar that's smoky, you know, that just gives off a... Okay. Let's go into the uh, local spotlight. Tonight we were at the two guys breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Where did Ritter. Dave, where did uh, Dave mm-hmm. Garofalo get that blue? Was that like a, a smoking jacket? That's a smoking jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like were... Jonathan's. I thought Jonathan's was uh, very modern. Yeah, it's kind of a black and silver. Yeah, but it, but it was uh, it was uh, sparkly and it was upbeat. very Mister Jonathan. Oh, it was Mister Jonathan. Yeah. And Dave, yours was flashy. But it looked like something from the 1960s a little bit. You know, all I kept on thinking was uh, going to all those bar mitzvahs as a kid and wearing, like, the bright blue tuxedo. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Well, he was wearing that because it was the closest thing to pajamas because we were having breakfast. That's right. Right? So That's right. He wore a smoking jacket that looked like pajamas. I, I told mean, him that we should bring that back in style. You know, Dave looks good in anything. but Of course. And that breakfast was unbelievable. Oh, yeah, was really and, you know, I have to tell you. We make a lot of fun of Dancing Queen, which is uh, Mr. Jonathan's hack's nickname. But I got to tell you, every time this guy cooks, his food is phenomenal. Did he, he make all that food? He, he, he made, made the, the eggs. eggs yeah. oh, okay. And those were, they were delicious. Yeah, he did a great well, job. They was probably some of the best scrambled eggs I've ever had. Yeah, they were good. It, well, it's, he was explaining how he did it, and he had to... You know, let the pan get cool and then drop it in and heat it. There's a right. whole process. Mm-hmm. It was not, and I had never even heard of cooked. this before. Yeah. It's like slow cooked them. You know, yeah. and his meatballs are fabulous. Well, except it, for the ones with the cheese block in the middle. Right. They didn't right. do too good in yeah. the meatball competition, but yeah. <laughs> the other ones that he's made have been, were pretty good. I voted for his the first time. Round one. Yeah. They were good. They were spicy mm-hmm. and that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. You know, so All right. so breakfast for dinner it was because of the HVC hot cake was the cigar that they were smoking right at that event and the Black Friday we had there. So hot cakes breakfast. There you go. That's what we had. We had hot cakes hot and yeah. bacon and sausage and what else does HVC put out? The they have a broadleaf. Yeah, 
Serie A. And what's that assortment? Grab that assortment pack. It's right in yeah. there. It's all, they're all in there. So you have. Let me turn my little light on here. So I can't see anyway. Jeez, everybody's uh, challenged here, huh? Well, yeah. well he's almost 60. Mm-hmm. Almost yeah. 60. Some slack. <laughs> okay. So you have the pan, pan caliente. You have okay. the pan caliente. That means hot. Hot pan. Okay. Hot pan. You have the Serie A. You have the HVC Cero. Mm-hmm. And you have 12 of those. So the, oh, the HVCs look like, um, they look like five by sixties. The Serie A kind they're not that big. Not the ring 60s. gauge? That's not a okay, 60s. Okay, maybe a 54. 52, yeah. The Serie A looks like a Corona. Pan Calientes are about the size of a Robusto. Mm-hmm. And they have the Broadleaf and the Hotcake and, of course, the Black Friday. Yep. Great cigars. Mm. Great There's cigars. at least a half a dozen HVCs. So, excellent good stuff. Yeah, it is good stuff. All right. So that's that. So the uh, Hotcake dinner was awesome. I hadn't like eaten much all day long. I was really hungry, so it was. Perfect. I hadn't eaten all day either. So <laughs> we had uh, orange juice, and there was cereal yeah. there. There was cereal. There was bunches orange of oats. juice, and, uh, muffins, <laughs> muffins, muffins, and they and had uh, powdered donuts. Yeah, they did donuts, and they had Great. French toast and hotcakes and uh, sausages and bacon. Sausage. It, it was, was excellent. Good. A very good breakfast mm-hmm. for dinner. For dinner, which I love. Yeah. So they're also doing uh, Winston Churchill's birthday's coming up. Yeah. And Feast of the Fishes with right. uh, Michael so, Capellini. And, folks, you'll get to eat a crappy, um, a goldfish. Uh, <laughs> a mackerel. <laughs> a mackerel. <laughs> Largemouth bass. <laughs> so, kippers. <laughs> and uh, what's that? The the, a Jewish, gefilte fish. A gefilte fish. Yeah, the Jewish fish. Bring yeah. your bass I don't know what the seven fishes are. <laughs> I know it's Italian. It's any seven fishes. But I don't know what the Feast of the Seven Fishes are. I never heard of it. I know there's a, it's huge, though, in the uh, in uh, the North End. They have it like uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. You have the seven Feast fishes. Seven fishes? Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't think you'd be eating fish right before Christmas, but Why I not? guess you do. That's what that's all about. Right? Yep. If you're in Alaska, you probably eat seal. <laughs> Or caribou. Salmon. Caribou. Well, salmon or moose. I was in Alaska, moose. I had caribou. Or yeah. king crab. Yeah. Mm. Really? Mm. Hello. Yeah, reindeer. Would you have dancer or prancer? <laughs> Donner or Dixon? <laughs> Dixon. <laughs> the Mason Dixon. <laughs> All right. You ready to uh, play us in there? Sure. It's about that time for Controversy Corner. Like Local timey saloon. Welcome to Controversy Kona. We're going to talk about Black Friday because Black Friday is coming up and coming fast. And this Black Friday is going to be different than any other Black Friday. And that's because all the stuff you buy on Black Friday is stuck offshore out there on the coast of California. <laughs> I saw a meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it fits right in here. A bunch of people at the beach, they're in the water, and in the background is a container ship with all the containers. And so the, the caption was, people lining up for Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so, so you know, it, it, there's a lot of stuff stuck in the 
in the ports, and we were talking about this all, and Dommy works in the industry and knows where it's at, and mm-hmm. thing, there's just multiple different reasons. I, I brought up the fact that, uh, California changed some of their laws recently in the past couple of years, and you had to have a newer truck that passed emissions to drive into California. So it's not that that we're short on truck drivers, we're short on drivers that are allowed to cross the state line and pick up containers. So that's been one of the things that's been gumming up the ports mm-hmm. because they they can't get the truck drivers with the new trucks to come in. There's not enough of them. Mm-hmm. And you were saying um, the, the uh, what do they call the trailers they put them on? Chassis. The, yep. So there's, a, there's a shortage of chassis as part of the problem. The chassis is basically a trailer with wheels on it. Yeah. That the trucks use, and it's special for the containers. There's little studs on the corners for the containers to sit on. Yeah. And you have 20 foot chassis and 40 foot and 45 foot, and then you got triaxle chassis for heavy containers, stuff like that. But there's a shortage of these, and part of it is due to there's a manufacturer in China that got hit with countervailing duties and uh, anti dumping laws because they that has to do with importing goods at really low prices. And destroying the market for that, basically. Mm-hmm. So, basically, like, the Chinese government could subsidize that company to import really cheap trailers and ruin the market for everybody else. So, mm-hmm. they got hit with a, like, 200% duty fine sort of thing to counter that. So, that kind of... Well, they can't bring the trailers in. Right. And yeah, wasn't there so a problem they, with containers being out of place also, and not available? Yeah, and- so, on top of that... So, I guess to start from the beginning with coronavirus and, and the pandemic... Everybody was staying at home, not going out, so they're spending their money online, buying stuff on Amazon, redoing their houses, buying appliances, buying all sorts of stuff to their houses instead of going to concerts and on vacation. So that started this uptick in volume of imports. So then with that also, there's people with all the coronavirus pandemic inefficiencies where, you know, only two people can unload a truck instead of six guys in the truck, you know, not social distancing. So it takes longer to unload a truck, we'll say, or a container. So then that backs things up. Another major issue, which people don't know, is last October 1st, Mm -hmm. right in the midst of this pandemic. So as we know, more people have been buying, you know, companies like Amazon have been going insane. So the pandemic hit People stopped using the mail service. So October 1st, the United States uh, Postal Service came out with something called service standards. So first-class mail usually would arrive within three days. Well, they changed that because of everything that was happening to three to five days. And mail that would take seven days now takes 12 days. What the f*** is she doing up there? She's wrestling the cat, I think. Um, <laughs> so, so I was reading about this, and they're trying to keep costs down at the same time. Yep. You know, roughly 80% of their mail used to get delivered by plane. But there are fewer planes now mm-hmm. because, of, of, the, yeah. because of the pandemic. Yep. So, subsequently, they're using trucks. Mm-hmm. And right now, there aren't as many drivers. Yep. So it's affecting everything. Yeah. So on top of the plane thing, too, planes that fly international, too, have to have double the size of the crew. Because if a plane flies to another country and the pilots get off, because they can only fly so much in a day or, right. or hours, if they get off and go to a hotel, then they have to quarantine for two weeks. So they fly with two crews so that one crew flies over. 
and then the second crew flies back. They don't get off and quarantine. Right. So they have to have double wow. crews on a lot of these planes. Right. So, I mean, the so, pandemic really screwed. Yeah. That, it, it, it's that's the main, a, one of the main reasons. It, it probably started the whole problem. You know, the, the whole global supply chain's always been really fragile and, like, very on time with all the ship schedules and everything. Right, but as so. we... And also, China used to ship. Everything came from China. It still does. But... A very good majority. But where the pandemic started in China, mm-hmm. the Chinese ships, they were holding them out to sea, saying, look, you're going to quarantine for the next 10 days before mm-hmm. we even allow you to get into port. Well... You know, because of the supply chain, there was such a shortage in extra votes in Virginia that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they couldn't ship in the extra uh, right. pallets. La- last week, I predicted that they would be, like, over flooding Virginia with all this, but I guess they were stuck offshore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they didn't have enough votes. But, or maybe yeah. they're already in the country. They just couldn't get a truck to pick him up because he, he was out of time, too. He was sitting at the and port he, that was it. And even the ships that are waiting have to be so far away from each other. Yeah, they're all anchored. If you so, go on like the yeah. marine traffic website, right. you see them all like kind of lined yeah. up, and then there's other ones all lined up over right. here. And right. of course, you know, one of them dropped anchor, and he burst a oil line right. that was underground, so he created a whole big oil spill. Yeah, I heard there, about too. that too. Yep, all but it's just gigantic anchors. We're going to be in for a crazy Black Friday this year because uh, by the time we get to Black Friday, people are going to go try to shop for Christmas, and it's just not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And, uh, Every, everybody is going online for everything. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a th- good thing for this country is a lot of stuff is staying within the country. Like Amazon, I mean, Amazon's building a, a colossal building over on uh, near us, over there in uh, North Andover. Mm-hmm. But they still have and, to ship the goods from yeah, China. Absolutely. And they have to get onto the docks, and they have to get on the trains, and they have to come across the country mm-hmm. and be shipped or train or whatever. Uh, you know, absolutely right. It's, yep. Everything is out of place, and there's, there's just this such is, lag times. This, so, on this, top of the truck thing, there's a shortage of chassis. There's sort of a shortage of drivers, I guess, but I think it's more of they are just running to so much extra time from waiting at ports, waiting to pick up containers that they run out of time. So that kind of limits how much driving right. they can do. So they run right. into that. All these containers that come from China are here in the United States now, and we don't export as much. We don't fill right. them up the same amount and send them back out to China, East Asia, Malaysia. Right. Uh, South Korea, whatever, Japan. Singapore. Right. Yeah. Singapore. So, so the drivers who work for a big company, the union, they're on the hourly, so they get yep. paid. And somebody's absorbing the cost. But the guys who are the independents, they don't get paid on an hourly basis. They get paid to go pick up a load and bring it back. And if yeah, it takes them six hours rate. or yeah. 16 hours, it's the same money. Yep. And mm-hmm. they, like you say, because of all the lag time there. Yeah. So some of them are throwing it in. They're not doing it. Now, you add to the collection, there's a lineup of a lot of trucks Kenilworth was talking about this. All these trucks that are at the repair shop, they can't get parts to fix right. the trucks. Mm-hmm. Right. So because of the supply chain, the trucks are sitting dead in the water. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, there must be a lot of independent guys who are yep. sitting there's on the a, sidelines because their it, trucks are down. There's a huge snowball effect. I mean, this is uh, and this is pretty much worldwide. Yep. This is everywhere. So depending on what time zone you're in, mm-hmm. um, and that's what's happening with the Postal Service is everything is screwed up. Mm-hmm. And then you have the the lack of jobs as far as people working. There are more jobs out there than there has ever been 
right. and they can't get people to right. work. Yes. The, re- I, the I, reason that just went away was they finally rolled back all the extra money. They were giving people 600 extra a week and 300 extra a week. So a lot of people were making more sitting at home and unemployment, raising right. their hand, saying, oh, I'm afraid to go back to work because of COVID, and they just stayed home and made more money. Right. Yep. So if you're working at like so, the other thing is so when the container comes off the ship and you get it on a truck and then it goes to a warehouse, well, the warehouse has less workers because they had right. extra unemployment and so forth like that. If they didn't go back to Everything's work, cascading. So that warehouse is full. So now if the truck brings a container or is gonna bring a container there, now it's either the container is gonna wait there for a long time. So that chassis is now sitting at this warehouse with a container on it. So it's stuck. it's stuck there. Right. Like that right. in a lot of places. I think, and, I think and, we know. need to tax the rich. You know, and the guy, the, the, <laughs> the guy a, who should be like leading this whole thing and this child just too busy with his boyfriend and two twins. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Booty you know, and that's what he's doing. You know, all of a sudden he's playing house. Yeah. Changing you know? diapers. Yeah. 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 The funny thing is actually that the port got worse after this supply chain task force got put into place. Right. (laughs) If you can believe it. Well, I only got one solution to this whole thing. Let's just sit back and say, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Let's Let's go, go, Brandon. Brandon. I mean, go ahead, Ricky. No, go ahead. Let's go, Brandon. Did you see the Lauren Bobert from Colorado? The the dress? Yeah. She was down at uh, Mar-a-Lago celebrating the Virginia win, and she had a nice red dress on, and on the back in white letters it said, Let's Go Brandon. Let's Go Brandon, which was a knock on AOC's Tax the Ricks dress. So that's funny. That's too funny. Sooner or later you run out of rich people to tax, and then you have to tax the poor. Yeah, because they go overseas. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the rich people have enough money to avoid the taxes, right? Right. Yeah, they just move. So it's it's scary. So, like, you're in the business. Okay, if we talk about your business a little bit. Chris, the closer, okay, is a realtor. And I, I think I asked him tonight. I actually, I have a friend that's a realtor who told me that he was selling like a $1.2 million home and in three days with 37 bids. And these bids, Everything was 1.4, 1.5 to buy a house. Mm-hmm. And so as a realtor out there, I mean, there's not that many houses. You know, it's great if you're selling a house. You, you become rich. Yeah. I mean, but- everyone who is looking to buy a house have different opinions on what's going on. And I always tell people, don't believe the prices are going to come down. Right. Because this was a natural, unnatural, but natural supply and demand thing. It was, there was demand because of the buyers were flooded the market. Right. Because of the pandemic. People wanted to move. People in the city didn't want to be near people. Near people. And it flooded the market with buyers. So right. naturally there was a increase of buyers. Right. And on the flip side, people didn't want to sell their house. They didn't want people in their house. Right. So in order to sell a house, you have to have an open house. You have to right. have appointments to bring people through. They didn't want people, they didn't know what they were dealing with early on. That's right. So it created this huge lopsided situation that created the prices to, you know, supply and demand. So let me ask you like a loaded question. I am a nurse. I'm going to ask you this. As a realtor, um, when you're showing a house, do you demand that they're vaccinated? Uh, I do not. Realtors do that? No, I haven't. Well, I I can't say no. I I haven't seen that. What I have seen is they mandate wearing a mask okay. when they come to an open house or whatever. It's kind of case by case. I just had an open house in North Andover last weekend, 
I didn't ask anyone to wear a mask. People either wore a mask when they came in. Or right. Didn't. Some people asked if they needed to. I told them it's totally up to you. I'm vaccinated. I'm in the belief that if you're vaccinated, you're protected. And or you're everyone has to protect themselves. Right. So if you, if you feel like you need to get vaccinated and wear a mask in order to come see a house, then I'm not going to tell you that you can or can't do that. Right. Now, I guess it would be a little bit different if a seller wanted that. You know, on behalf of the seller. Right, because some sellers are still at their houses. Yeah. You know, and, even um, though they might be empty, they're still there because they're in the middle of buying their own house or yeah. moving on. And I think, I think a lot of it, once the data came out, like we knew what we were dealing with with this right. virus that, you know, it didn't really live on surfaces as much as it was airborne. And right. So that, that, that eased a lot of people's minds that like, okay, people coming through the house and touching things or touching the counter, like that's not going to, right. you know, get the, you're not going to get the virus from that. I think, now it's more personal concern, personal choice in that realm in the okay. open houses. Mm-hmm. And do people still do the little tricks of like making cookies so it smells oh, really nice inside? And that's interesting. Well, man, that's that open up a can of worms there. But like, <laughs> as far as food, yeah. So you used to, before the pandemic, you would go into open houses. There'd be cookies, there'd right? Be coffee, that, right? Donuts. Right. And I used to do that too. I actually right, partnered sure. with a local donut shop, and they would give me a dozen donuts sure. to display at the open house, so that people come in and, and they could. And I wouldn't do that now, right? You know, because it's just yeah. it's almost improper without even being said. Right. You don't see it at all anymore. Wow. Things have changed. Yeah, things have changed yeah. a little bit. That's not a big change, but no, but still. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're time in that supply. Yep. Time, time, to, time to move on here. Hit that button there. That button there. Supply us oh, with the exit one thing music. On to the conspiracy about supply chain that I want to mention is the new spending bill that they want to push through mm-hmm. has spending for the ports in the U.S. Because compared to the rest of the world, our ports are very inefficient. Mm-hmm. Right. But in the spending bill for the ports, it says that the spending cannot be used to affect the amount of labor at the ports. Because they're unionized, so you can't create any efficiencies under labor that would affect the amount of hours they would work. So there's that, too. Yeah. So the unions don't exactly help yeah. this situation as well. They are working longer, but, of course, that's more hours for them to work. So, you know, it's, yeah, you know, it's the one union, of those things. Yeah, we'll leave you with this. You know the old union saying, don't kill the job. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunate today, the jobs are, the places are closing. Recap. Okay. Recap. You know, we, we got to rate this cigar, and I got to tell you, I really think this one's going to be up there. (laughs) So let's start with Dave. Cigar God Dave. Or Cigar Hack Dave. I've been smoking this for over an hour now. Yep. It's a, it's a decent cigar. When I got down to the last third here, it started, the draw started to plug up a little bit. I don't know if you Same noticed that. Yet. Yeah, it's like it's. Oh, mine's great. It's, it's getting tougher to draw, but that's the only thing I have to say about it that's on the negative side. Other than that, it's good. What do you give stuff. it? Oh, I will give this one here, uh, eight and three quarters. Okay. Dommy. I've been smoking this for a while. I haven't had to relight it, and I still have quite a bit left. And uh, it burns really well and slow for a Coronas or Robusto-sized Siga 
tastes great. Got a creaminess and a sweetness to it, even though it is like full bodied like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm at a I'm at a nine on it. Fabulous. Ash, are you ready to rate Sagaz head? No, still not. So what Chris, do you think about it. It's a little strong for me. It is strong. For okay. You. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's fair. So Chris, we rate our cigars usually from a zero to a ten. Ten being the best thing you've ever smoked in your life. Uh, a one being the worst thing you've ever smoked in your life. Where do you rate this? I, I've listened to the podcast enough where I kind of yeah. know where I'd sit, but I'm loving the cigar. Okay. So I'm a little bit weird. I'm that's okay. Give me whatever you, you can want. Say anything this you is, want. I know that. This is uh, 9.2. Okay. There you go. Sounds about right to me. Okay. Um, I will say one thing about HVC. I love it when a brand comes out or a manufacturer comes out. And when they have special releases. Right. And they exceed their lines. Right. You know, it makes it really special. So, so many manufacturers, they they come up with a, you know, once a year cigar or, you know, a special release. And there's so much hype behind it. Right. And it, it can be a dud. Right, and, oh, yeah. and you feel like as a consumer, you kind of feel like you've been had. Right, and the past three years they've come out with a cigar, yeah. and each year they have not disappointed right. one bit. One of the things that bother me is the fact that sometimes the owners will come out, the man that made the cigar. Um, we found this with somebody we had on the show. We came out with a cigar, um, and the blend that we smoked. Wasn't the blend, the exact blend, that became the cigar. And we rated it very, very high, but then we could never find it again. (laughs) (laughs) Same, the same. You know, the same exact cigar. It was close, but it wasn't the same. Mm -hmm. And this is just outrageous. So what do you think there, Mustang? Well, the big ash did it for me. I had a huge ash going. And like you said, it started out strong. Smoothed out, and it's been very good right to the end. It's a it's a hot cigar at the end, but it is good. Uh, I'm going with a nine. A nine, fabulous. I started off very similar. I started off. I said, "Oh boy, this isn't in my palate. Uh, I'm not going to like it." And in the end, I love it. Uh, this is a fantastic cigar. I'm giving it a nine point four five. Five. A nine point four five. Me one on oh, four five. A nine point four five. Getting the forty five. If you, if in you the want end. to change it, you can. Now's the time before we add it up. Nine point three. Nine point three. Okay. Okay. Yep. Right nine point three. Okay. Here we go. Dang. Nine point three. Divided by. What'd you give it, Dom? We need a. I gave it a nine. Nine. We need, a, we need a calculation. Uh, yep, it's coming. Here we go. There's the and this, running. this comes out to a 9.1. Oh. This has made our top 10 list. Ooh. Um, top 10, top, top whatever. It comes, yeah, it comes in our top list. You know, it's right there. It's, um, it's, it's gonna get a sticker at the shack. It is. I actually, um, I need to find out something from Dave. Last uh, week. That I need a reference on, which I'll ask you at the end because I think one of our one of my top lists is wrong, and I, I'm going to have to ask you about that. Okay. Um, but this comes out to a 9.10 equal with the Tabby Cato Hamlet. Yeah. So this is the HVC 
Black Friday. And last week, 2021. We were at the shack. Yep. And so the, the thing in Rowley, the tobacco shack, he has these stickers. And any cigar that's rated nine plus by the hacks gets a sticker right on it, Sadie. Rated nine plus. So when people come in the shack and they say, I don't know what to try, he says, well, anything with the nine plus that the hacks have said, you know, that's something to try. And, and it's great for his marketing thing because he can send people and they don't, they can try it and they, we have all tested it. Here on the show. The problem with this one is they're not going to have it. He's not going to have it. Right. I carry the right. only yeah. Yeah. But it's I'm a short But I am one. very happy that he so told us to buy him. Yeah. The Disciple last week? Yeah. 9.3. Yeah. Yeah. That was right? Is that what we had? 9.3? 9.3. Yeah. That one is Exact. Up there. Yeah. I believe. I double checked his math. Exact. Okay. Crazy. So. Crazy good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question I'm going to ask you is, is uh, two of our cigars, one came out at a 9.31. Yeah. And the other one, uh, the first one we smoked was the EP Carrillo Pledge. Yeah. And we rated it at 9.31. Yeah. But I think that rating is higher. So I need to know the episode that we smoked oh. that cigar. Okay. I can to recheck the math later. on yeah. that. Because a lot of our cigars have been a hundredth off. Yeah. From each other. Yeah. So I need to know, you know. Just because in the beginning of the, the year, we were rating up. So if something scored, you know, 9.47, we gave it a 9.5, um, which no cigar has reached. And then as time went on, there was so many cigars so close together, I started taking the number right up to the almost to the thousand. Yep. And uh, some of them were like 9.11 versus 9.12. You know, depending on who was here. So just for rankings, just for a ranking. And we do this every year. Now, this is the first year that we have been the, we've got the lowest of the nines from a lot of our cigars. So far, there's been about 12 or 13 cigars that have ranged over a nine. In previous years, we've gone all the way up to a 10. Yeah. So the EP Carrillo was, uh, episode 167. Okay. And I'll just check that after the show. Okay. Okay, great. So, just a little recap on uh, Javi's great mispronunciations. Yeah. Episode 172, we have Taramusa instead of Taramisu. In episode 173, we have Lafarge instead of Lafroy. (laughs) In episode 176, we have a Paulella instead of a Paella. By Gusto Arrero instead of Gusto Aroa, with Gelato instead of Gelato, and the pronunciation instead of pronunciation. All on one show. In uh, episode 178, we have Cajono instead of Carojo. In episode 180, we have the Con Turkey Mint Jubilate right about now <laughs> instead of Kentucky Mint Julep. Uh-huh. I think that's going to be up there. Yeah. In episode 200, we have the multiple instead of multiple. <laughs> In episode 201, we have a blumpkin instead of a pumpkin. Javi, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Yeah. All right. So that should uh, pretty much do it, huh? That does it. Okay. To the panel. Dominator 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 Thanks for tuning in to another show Smoking Black Friday 
guys. Talk to you next time. Okay, and then we got the the blue ash. Blue eyes, baby's got blue eyes. This was fun. Thanks again. Um, Thanks for the Alaska report. That was fun. The Rat fun Pack. Yes, can't believe you didn't go. The Rat Pack. Blame it on, I blame it on Dom for not telling you in time. Yeah, and no, I forgot. But it's like Rat tell Pack. Mike, tell Mike about it. Okay, I will. Tell Mike. Oh, no, oh, I was, I was, oh, I was with like, the fam. No, no, no. Yeah. I was yeah. in a different mode. Yeah. yeah. Well, next time you're in Fairbanks. That's it. Yeah, next time you're in Fairbanks, go to the Rat Pack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Mustang Mike. Mustang Sally. Huh. It's good to be back at the domicile. Uh-huh. It's a comfort of home. My feet up in the air and I'm ready to go. Thanks. <laughs> ready for takeoff. Ready for takeoff. <laughs> Almost first class. That's it. All right, Nurse Rick. This town needs an enema. <laughs> hey, enema boy is at the domicile. What the hell are you doing, Jeanette? What, what is that? What does it look like? It's hamburger. Rice crispy hamburger. Okay. It's a Halloween <laughs> treat. Oh. It's, <laughs> it, it's in a tray of a styrofoam it's a tray. Styrofoam it looks like tray. it looks like ground beef, but it's rice crispy treats. Yep. In red. That's funny. Okay. That's funny. Okay. And Ricky, our special guest. Okay, we have a special guest. Chris the closer. Hold on. Some houses in the back, two car garages attached. Front door it is black, got the shutters black to match. House on our golf course, maintain to watch the force. And wave at Sally while you sit up on that porch. Now that I'm gonna sell you something. <laughs> Chris the closer. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. I don't think you guys realized it, but we are in a garage. But in one show, we went around the world from Afghanistan to Alaska to Brazil to China. I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to fly first class next time. Hey, I I got to go first class out to Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, nice. 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 It was great. Uh That was was a bonus. Uh huh. Nice. Okay, this is your humble announcer, producer, Sega Hack Dave. Get the man! Of what? Oh, oh, I don't oh know. My God, yeah. Oh my God, please. Thanks to the listeners, you made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And OnlyFans. I don't know why I always say Twitter, because I haven't posted on Twitter, and I can't tell you how long. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And so this is episode number 208, wow. which is 452s, but it's almost four years. Um, next week will actually be our last show of the third year. And the following show will be the first of the next year because there's more than 52 weeks in a year. It's a couple extra days. 365 and one quarter. Mm, something like days. that. Yes. Okay. So our fourth year anniversary show is coming up in a couple of weeks. We'll be a blast. I'll see you guys. I know. I'm, I'm going to be away. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's our big weekend for the Drum and Bugle course down in Plymouth, oh, Mass. Actually, next week we're at last night. Right. It'll be the last show of the third year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our fourth anniversary show will probably be at the Shack with Brian Sonia. Yep. Um, 
And I don't know which the guy we're doing there, which brand we're representing, because he represents uh, Hammer. Uh, he does. And uh, uh, United. And uh, who's the other one there? And Dunbar. Dunbar and Tobacco and Trust. Yeah. He does. Let alone his own swag line. picked up another one, too. Yeah, I don't know did. what it is. You know what it is? I don't. We'll find out. Won't okay. We? Okay. Uh, send us an email. Cigarhacks at com. Just like Natural Dave. Uh, see you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, just a bunch of hacks. Talking cigars. It's it. Container ships, etc. Conspiracy. Send us some email. You might get it in 12 days. <laughs>